From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. Please join us in this prayer of hope to our Blessed Mother for the first week of Advent. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To thee do we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer them. Amen. Good day and welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Monsignor Sam Bianco. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from Antonio Fritas and family from Kitchener, Ontario. This Mass is offered in loving memory of his wife, Maria Adelina, on the anniversary of her passing. Our thanks to Antonio Fritas and his family for choosing to remember his wife in this way. This sacred celebration will be seen by tens of thousands of people across Canada and around the world, and on their behalf, I thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is the feast of St. John Damascene. To celebrate this feast in a proper manner, we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness for our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that we may be helped by the prayers of the priest, St. John Damascene, so that the true faith, which he excelled in teaching, may always be our light and our strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, Truly, O people in Zion, inhabitants of Jerusalem, you shall weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Though the Lord may give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teacher will not hide himself anymore, but your eyes shall see your teacher. And when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. 
He will give rain for the seed with which you sow the ground, and grain, the produce of the ground, which will be rich and plenteous. On that day your cattle will graze in broad pastures, and the oxen and donkeys that till the ground will eat silage, which has been winnowed with shovel and fork. On every lofty mountain and every high hill there will be brooks running with water. On a day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall, Moreover, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be sevenfold, like the light of seven days, on the day when the Lord binds up the injuries of his people and heals the wounds inflicted by his blow. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. Then Jesus, then the, these 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without payment, give without payment. The Gospel of the Lord. The harvest, the labors. My brothers and sisters in Christ, on October the 10th of this year, a document was given in Rome, was given to the whole world. And the document is no more than about 35 pages, paper bound. Um, there's writing in it, but it's short paragraphs on each page. And then an artist has drawn various kinds of descriptions and drawings. And about every second or third page, there's a drawing of some human figures. The first one is, and there in silhouette is a man and a woman walking together. It's a black, gray, off-white, and white. So you, you don't make any distinction as to nationality, where the people come from. Then the second drawing is that of a person who's obviously a bishop. He's got a mitre and a crozier. And he has uh, two young people walking with him. One a young man, a boy, and another uh, a teenager and an adult walking beside him. Uh, the third picture is most intriguing. It, it's of that of a father holding a boy on his arms, on his shoulders, carrying him. And then there's a man who's obviously elderly with a cane walking beside him. Uh, the third figure is that uh, of... of uh, a nun, a nun dressed in a traditional garb or, or a cassock, and she's walking, and, and in front of her is a nurse or a nursing aide pushing a, a, a wheelchair. And the, the next picture is that of um, four children. Again, you don't know what age they are or sex. It's, it's drawn in a kind of sketchy way. But there are four young children walking along um, very joyfully and happily. And then the final picture is a collage. And it takes all those images and it shows all the people from the littlest child in the front to the tall bishop with his crozier to the young, two young people at the back. And what is going on there is what is called synod. I think I'm making a verb out of this, synoding, 
walking together. And it was issued on the 10th of October because when the Holy Father asked the whole church all over the world, in every diocese, in every country, to come together in a synod to discuss what has happened in the past in the church and what is going on now. And in many of you and many dioceses have already begun that. Other dioceses are in preparation to, to roll out this uh, consultation, this participation. And it has three elements to it. The first element is the most important. It's the church listening, listening to people in the church and outside the church, finding out what's going on. What are the problems? What are the challenges? What have we done that's not good in the past? What have we done that's good in the past? What ought we to be doing in future? The idea of walking together means that everybody's in this. It's not every man or every woman for himself. Everybody, whether it be a person in a wheelchair, a little baby, a bishop, we're walking. We're, we're Jesus' pilgrim people. Jesus is the way, the life, and the truth. And for most of his public ministry, he walked wherever he was. He, he led people uh, to, on their journey. And then while he was walking with them on the journey, he taught them, he spoke with them. You remember the disciples on the road to Emmaus. They walked with Jesus and they shared their challenges, their worries, their concerns, their problems. And he shared eventually his deep hope for all of them. And that for the Holy Father is the great pastoral need, not only for the church, but the, the world we're in today. What's the harvest? The harvest is, is the good news of salvation, of healing, of reconciliation. And that's what Jesus came to bring to the world. And it's not just Jesus alone. He, he brought people in to help him, to assist. It's an extraordinary bounty of harvest. And everybody has gifts. Everybody has talents. Everybody has something that they need, but something that they need to share so that the bounty is brought forward and the world is made a better place and we're on the road to, to God's kingdom. Um, he's deceased now. Father Andrew Greedy said, Catholic at least should mean, look out, here comes everybody. Look out, here comes everybody. Everybody in the world, the sinners, the saints, the good, the bad, the baptized, the unbaptized, people of different backgrounds, they ought to all, as much as possible, without diminishing differences or taking away identity, have a sense that the Pope would say this is our common home and we're in this all together and we all need one another and we need to send it in a process to be together with one another. And that requires three realities. The first reality is Jesus, for those of us who are Christians, he's the heart and soul. If Jesus is not at what we're doing, it may be good, but the fullness of what he has to offer, that's what we want to keep close to. It's not easy. Who, whom are you looking for? And you and I were all looking for answers to the big questions, but ultimately we hope that he whom we, look, we are looking for, that's Jesus is Nazareth. A second part of the challenge is, is the structure, a hierarchical church. How does a hierarchical church maintain its apostolic succession, but at the same time that there be giving and sharing, that the authorities, the bishops, the cardinals, the pope, yes, they speak, but they also, says the pope, need to listen to the people they're leading. 
because if you don't have a listening hierarchy, then you don't have a church at all. And the details, that has to be worked out in this synod. And last but not least, the writers say, there's the crowd, and it's, it's a funny word to use. It's all the rest of us. Unless everybody's in there, there's no church. There needs to be a crowd that's brought together and that's united together in some kind of harmony. And the Holy Father always says, when you consult, consult with everybody. But please never forget the poor persons of the world, those who are rejected, those who are left behind, those who are despised. They're essential. In the words of the Pope, to be scented is to plant dreams, to draw forth prophecies and visions, to allow hope to flourish. So I hope we're all together on this synod uh, to bring new life, a, a bright resourcefulness, and a new hope, and a new confidence for our world. Will you join with me, please, now, and we'll offer our prayers and petitions to the Lord. During this Advent season, we ask our Blessed Mother to intercede with her Son on behalf of those searching for hope, joy, and love as we prayer, prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ our Lord. For this, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear Take a moment, please, to pray for our own personal intentions. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear Heavenly Father, help us to prepare to celebrate Christmas by contemplating Mary and Joseph, Mary the woman full of grace, Joseph the faithful and just man. They chose to be filled with hope, joy, and love rather than listen to the voices of doubt and human pride. With them, let us walk together toward Bethlehem. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. For to the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the sacrifice of our worship, Lord, we pray, be offered to you unceasingly to complete what was begun in sacred mystery and powerfully accomplish for us your saving work. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh 
and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so, with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, all the clergy and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, Saint John Damascene, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, 
we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will to live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. We implore your mercy, Lord, that this divine sustenance may cleanse us of our faults and prepare us for the coming feast through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.